When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Cryptids of the Corn. Each week, Justin and Jay take a look at a topic in the crypto and paranormal world. They focus on the Midwest and Appalachia of the U.S., but sometimes they venture out. With everything from well-known monster sightings to one-off cryptids, live person interviews to actual fieldwork sneaking in some science lessons, there's sure to be something you'll enjoy. Please join us this episode of Cryptids of the Corn. I'm the cryptic enthusiast, Jay. Ooh. And I'm the imaginative Emily. And we are professional podcasters. Now, Very. this week we're going to be your guides through the corn uh, as we peel back these corn stalks. We're going to a close location with all kinds of fun stuff. But to kick it off, uh, we're, it, this episode's all about Salt Fork, uh, all the Bigfoot and everything there. Because this weekend... In a couple days is the Salt Fork, well, the Ohio Bigfoot Conference, which is at Salt Fork. Salt Fork, Ohio. Um, so we're going to be at the event, or we're going to be vendors there. So our come first, see us. Our first time being vendors. Yes. Uh, we'll have the t-shirts and everything for sale, but more, you know, come see us. We're going to have cards. And, so Friday, we're going to be there. We're going to try to set up in the morning. If you, anybody wants to come and tell us their Bigfoot story to be on the podcast, we can be 100% anonymous. If mm-hmm. you don't want to tell us there, we'll have contact cards you can fill out. Uh, that way we can get a hold of you later. Um, or it doesn't have to be Bigfoot. Anything cryptid, ghost, UFO. If you just want to talk to us or yeah. share anything with us. Yeah, but, you know, if you want to be on, you know, it's, if you have a story you'd like to share, we'd love to hear it. We mm-hmm. truly would love to hear it. Um, so we're going to try to set up Friday for that. I, uh, I'll post where we're at on the Facebook page. Uh, we're going to try to set up inside. But we don't know where they'll let us and stuff like that, you know. We it's don't know. It's there a feeling be, out process yeah, for us, too. There may be 50 other podcasts that want to do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but we'll be the best. Uh, we always are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am the best. We're professional podcasters. I am, I, I am the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm never pretty <laughs> self-promoting. You're right. Yeah. Um, We're a humble podcast, you know. Yeah. Salt of the earth folk. Yeah. We're unedited. Very, very. I think I edited one thing once. Anyways, it was a disaster. So the schedule. I'm not going to go through the whole schedule. You can find this on our Facebook page. You can find this on their Facebook page, the Ohio Bigfoot Conference. Excuse me. But I'm going to kind of go over some stuff that we plan on doing. Obviously, all day Saturday is the actual event, mm-hmm. the biggest part of the event. But uh, 
will be set up somewhere. Uh, it's first come, first serve for spots. So I don't know where we'll be, uh, but we'll be in the, you know, we'll be in the vending area. Oh, yeah. And if I know anything about Justin, he's going to get there very early and get a very good spot. I'll be there at 4 a.m. if she'll let me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're going to be there Thursday. I'm like, can I set up now? Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> uh, I doubt they'll let us. But we're planning. So um, every night at 10 p.m., there's a bonfire behind the lodge for the, all the Bigfoot folk. We plan on being there Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be in the Crypts of the Corn t-shirts. Um, you can Our pictures are on Facebook, so you can figure out what we look like. Uh, I'm loud. You'll find me. I'm very tall and full head of hair. <laughs> I don't know. We're just lying to people now. <laughs> I'm very thin and fit. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, very talkative. I'm shaped like yeah. a, I'm shaped like a ball J- with hair. Yeah, and Jay is a a Hobbit man that's bald. Yeah, a string being with a beard. With a <laughs> Sorry, I'm still having a stroke for you, from you blind, everybody. <laughs> My long, luscious locks of... I was more the height thing. Oh, yeah. You're not even that much shorter than me. I'm not tall. Yeah, I know. But I, I say I'm, I'm, all, I am 5'10", and that is with me like stretching my spine to the fullest. And your shoes are on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we plan on doing the bonfires. Um, here it says we're allowed to set up at 8 a.m., Oh, okay. So we'll be there at 7.30 with our wagon. Yep, we'll be there, set up. Wagon. For sure, set up by 8 a.m. at least, at the latest, yeah. on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to take turns walking around, obviously. You know, we've gotta, we're going to shop, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily, for my birthday, is going to get me one of the big wooden Bigfoots Ooh. for the, our yard. We just bought a house. Right. So we're that, you know where our pig is, out back? Yep. we got to replace that, because that's going with Mom and Dad. Nice. So I want a big wooden Bigfoot there. I'll put it to the fence. Nice, okay. Well, let's hope Doug doesn't bark at this one. Doug's terrified. Our puppy's terrified of the pig. <laughs> that's hilarious. He refuses to like even go near it. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. If you want to see the full event uh, with all that, you know, we're going to be there. I'll be posting stuff on Facebook about constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have little Bigfoot uh, figures that are all individualized, one of a kind, that we are, we might sell a couple. But most of them will be given away through various events and uh, I don't know how to say games and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, with, Try to keep you interactive and, and with, some with other booths. I haven't asked them yet, so I'm just gonna, gonna show up and tell them. Okay, but That's uh, the way to go. Voluntold. Voluntold. Yeah, but it'll be good advertising for them, so I'm sure. Well, Robert uh, from You Big Apes, I'm sure he won't care. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'll be like, whoever goes to see Robert first and asks him for the Bigfoot figurine, you know, he'll give it to you. Oh yeah, he'll like that. Okay, that's a great idea. And then you know, you gotta be like, hey, I'm here, you know, from Curse of the Corn. Can I get the Bigfoot figurine? Mm-hmm. Whoever does it first, you know, but it'll get more people to go to his booth than Eric. I'm gonna ask Eric if I'm uncomfortable if he'll yeah. do it with us. And I love these little guys. They're fun. The Bigfoots are neat. Yeah, uh, they are. We each have our own, and they'll be on display. They're like little Bigfoot precious moments. Yeah, and we'll hide them and stuff at the. <laughs> they are. We'll hide them and stuff at the event, and I'll take a picture where they're at. Yeah, and you know, first person to go get it. Okay, yeah, that'll it. be fun. You know, it'll be like it'll just be a, not an obvious picture where it's at. It'll be kind of discreet. It, yeah. Like maybe one you see the pool in the background or something like that. You know, and go find them. Mm-hmm. Or her. We'll have t- we have our T-shirts available now. Uh, we're not going to start selling them on the Facebook page till after this event because we want to make sure we have enough T-shirts for this event, and then we'll post the on Monday. We'll post the for sale on the on on the actual Facebook page. Yeah. 
Um, we're super excited. We got all kinds of stuff. We ha- will have a giveaway there. That's a. Uh, uh, did you be ta- have you talked to the metal sign guy? Um, we're supposed to be picking them up tomorrow. Okay. Or you, you you've been in contact today. with them. Today, we're picking them up today. Today's Wednesday. Yes, as I far haven't. as yep. okay. Talk to him this weekend. Uh, good, good. Uh, so we will have one. We have two, right? One's yeah. for sale so, and one is uh, for the giveaway. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. So that's Jay's half. Of it. The little Bigfoot figurines are my half of it. And mm-hmm. The metal signs are Jay's half of it. Uh, so basically, it'll be it's a free entry. You have to show us that you are following us on Facebook or one of the social medias. Yep. And you have to download an episode on one of the podcast platforms. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's how you enter, and it's free, and it'll, we'll give it away at 5 p.m. Uh, during the conference on Saturday. Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Saturday, okay. Uh, you have till Sunday afternoon to pick it up, like noon. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, but yeah, and then we will not mail it or nothing like that, because uh, I don't want to pay for that. Right, yeah. Because they're not light. If anything, I'll hand deliver it. I mean, if you're in Ohio, that's one thing. If you're oh, not, yeah, if true. You, you got to remember, some of these people are coming from Tennessee, Kentucky, Georgia, Florida. Maybe an additional fee to that uh, yeah. free entry. <laughs> but, uh, you know, plan on, if you enter, you know, 5 o'clock, try to get it that night. Yeah. Uh, we want your phone number and stuff so I can call you. Obviously, we want pictures for the Facebook page and stuff like that. Um, we have a lot of friends. We're going to meet for the first time in person there. Uh, you know, we've met through online and stuff like True, that. Yeah. I've met Robert from You Big Apes before. I've Jay met anybody. Um, you know, we've done collabs with Eric uh, from uncomfortable podcast he has my bigfoot story as one of his episodes mm-hmm. uh so, but this is the first time we're gonna meet him in person we're super excited yeah he's from south bend indiana oh okay Michigan, you know right there on the border yeah not too far from us uh so we're super super excited for this event uh anything to add did i miss anything um we're starting that poll on what to call our followers oh yeah facebook. so go to the facebook page There's oh a poll uh, to name what we call our followers or our listeners and stuff like that. Um, our friends. Our friends. Friends of the show. Our colonels. Loyal listeners. Our colonels. Our yeah. colonels of truth. Our yes. corn nuggets. Emily, Emily's is corn nuggets. But yeah, you can put your own on there. You can vote for some other one, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so that's on the Facebook page. Anything else for front of house? Um, we still have that other giveaway oh yes well. yes yes the wampus cat giveaway is still running for oh, uh, yep, yep. west virginia bigfoot and friends uh that's on the facebook page go enter that that's the rules and stuff are on there um and that's until that's sponsored by 17? cryptid hq uh for the uh, west virginia bigfoot and friends festival and we have our one true entry or fan right now uh well, well yeah a couple people have tried to enter only one has followed the rules correctly yep. Uh, that's Daphne. Daphne, yeah, yeah, that's her name. Our Canadian listener. Our Canadian loyal fan. Mm-hmm. That one percent. She's. I think she's on about every platform. Every morning thing yeah. we do. Yep. I every she's, I don't think coffee. She's, I don't think she's missed one yet. Which have we have we promoted that at all? Yet? Oh yeah. So maybe not. Uh, front of house. More front of house stuff. So most Tuesdays we record on Tuesdays. This is recorded on Tuesday, not Wednesday. It comes out Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most Tuesdays before we record, we spend an hour in the morning. With our listeners, that you guys want to come on and ask questions. It's a Facebook Live event. Uh, we average 8 to 15 listeners. I think the one that we got up to like 15 or 16 people yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to, you know, today was really good for topic ideas. If there's really something you want to hear soon, you know, you know, it's a good way to talk to us about stuff. And we give hints of stuff to come and stuff like that mm-hmm. during these. 
and we just you know it's fun We're, we, we like to be ourselves it. and yeah. goof around with you, you guys you can ask us personal questions that we may or may not answer them we'll have fun with it got. yeah it's kind of a no it's whole no holds bar yeah, it's funny some of people are really local some people are my parents and yeah some <laughs> yeah. people are from canada sweden sweden pair is been on the last two mm-hmm. the one he missed because of the time difference we were both a little off he was sitting at like one o'clock his time waiting for us and i think we come on at three yeah so he's waiting a while so it's, it's a well he was two hour hours before us mm-hmm. no they're six hours well he was oh yeah. he was sitting there he two hours in. before yeah. we were actually going to go live yeah. like where are you know where are these guys uh but yeah so that's the front of house stuff so definitely come see us it'll be worth it we're mm-hmm. giving away tons of stuff and if you want autographs. I mean, I will sign whatever. I'll I don't give think you my penmanship. I don't yeah. think we're that big. Yeah. Uh, but immediately after this giveaway is over, we have another giveaway sponsored by You Big Apes that is... There, we're, I love giving away stuff. Yeah, me too. It's uh, fun. It's fun because it's like... I love it all. I don't know. It's going to be a ball. Um, I'm, I'm I, excited. I think that's pretty much it. For the front of house, do you guys have anything to add for the Bigfoot Ohio Bigfoot Conference? Um, no. I think I was okay. Yeah, okay. I'm just excited to be there. Excited to meet too. everyone. Excited to meet you guys. I hope, uh, if if anything, I hope maybe we can get you guys to get out of your houses and stuff mm-hmm. on that weekend. And I'm sure we'll give away T-shirts Come. and stuff during this. I'm oh, so definitely. Bad. Yeah, I know. I we'll like... give away. We're we're givers. We're givers here yeah. at this podcast. We spend so much money to just give away stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's it's it. But we have so much fun with it. It's hard not to. You know, it's heartwarming. You know, it and, just is. Yeah. So I know. Uh, like we're given. We have little gift bags for you, big apes, and uncomfortable for this one. Okay. Uh, we have a couple items that we're only using as giveaways. Yep. Like we have uh, beverage containers. Oh, true. Metal beverage containers that have our logo on them. Uh, what else is, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of little knickknacks and we, I love knickknacks. Paddywhacks. As you can tell. All right. So this episode is all about Salt Fork State Park and the Bigfoot sighting. So why is the Ohio Bigfoot Conference held at Salt Fork? You asking me? Well, kind of, you know, just kind of in general. I think you guys both know why yes. it is. It is one of the top sightings, not only in Ohio, but in the country. Yeah. It's crazy. Ohio is the third most Bigfoot sightings in the country. By state? By state. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, most of those come from the Salt Fork area, Salt Fork and Hawking, and they're right on top of each other. If you look at them at a map, you yes. know, they're a straight line. Which, if you don't know where Salt Fork is, it's just east of Columbus, like, it's like due what? east. Cambridge area? Yeah, Cambridge is the town. It's Cambridge, Ohio? Yeah. Yeah, about, what would you say, about 45 minutes straight east of Columbus off I-90, kind of runs you into Salt Fork for the most part. Where am I at? Um... You're in the right area. Right there. there it is, yep. So, yeah. So, that's it, the line. Because the Ohio River is kind of a very hard thing. To Not follow. Not saying that they don't cross. Yeah. Like, Sasquatch don't cross the Ohio River. I'm sure they do. But a lot of species will just kind of, you know, that's the, the funneling point. Mm-hmm. I'm pointing at a map like everybody at home can see. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, for but yeah. Uh, yeah, East, pretty much straight east of Columbus. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Hawking is southeast of Columbus. Correct, yep. So that's your general area where yep. Salt Fork is. Uh, this I, I'll go into. I actually have a little bit of about the park itself. So okay. let's talk about Salt Fork State Park. Yeah. Um, it is it is not touching Wayne National Forest, but it kind of is. They are all kind of in a line. Wayne National is in between Salt Fork and Honking okay. State Park. So you have all these forested. This is the forested part of Ohio. These are the big chunks of forest. 
Uh, but Salt Fork State Park itself is 17,229 acres of land, which is mostly forested, mm-hmm. and 2,952 acres of water. Okay. So it's a very large lake. Uh, it's not a huge, not a huge lake, but it's it's big. That's Indian decent. Lake for us is eleven thousand acres. Oh, so it's bigger than that. No, Indian Lake's bigger. Oh, my bad, my bad. I thought you said twelve thousand the first time. Two uh, two thousand. Two thousand. Okay. Basically, it's yeah. three thousand acres. Okay, okay. It's just a it's, it's and Indian eight, or it's fifty or it's forty eight acres shy of three thousand. Okay, Indian Lake's pretty. After looking on the map again, that you guys can't see at home, but if you know where Indian Lake is, that's pretty big. Indian Lake's a large body of water. Yeah, on not the by west. depth, but by surface area. Mm-hmm. Midwest Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the land is pretty big. Um, the, some of the cool things on the park as far as historic places mm-hmm. are the Kennedy Stone House. I don't know anything really about it. Oh, how do you spell a, that? I'm going to... Kennedy, like, as in president. Kennedy Stone House. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's a, uh, a pioneer era, you know, stone house. Um... This is a museum in it. Yep. And, you know, it's just a beautiful park in general. Tons of wildlife. Uh, Jurassic Classic is right next door like they touch each other which is the largest outdoor hunting expo in the country oh really yeah uh, we go every year it's super cool outdoor hunting expo yeah and the Jurassic classic is a educational and outreach organization interesting they use the expo to fund their stuff they do handicap hunts gotcha okay veterans hunts yeah uh they educate they do like you know camps for kids and stuff like that mm-hmm. they're a very cool organization sounds like it yeah people only think about the 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 uh event the, uh, but they do a lot with that money. Right. That... Uh, we're friends with the guy that runs it. Okay. Uh, his name's Mark. Uh, the, everybody that's a part of the organization is a super, super cool organization. Mm-hmm. If anybody's seen this, the Finding Bigfoot episode at Salt Fork, the town hall meeting is held at the Jurassic Classic. Uh, uh, their, what is that called? Conference room. It's their their big room. Yeah. Yeah, a little pop-up, a uh, little blurb, a little yeah. fun fact. And they actually... Finding Bigfoot crew were on their property for some of the expo. Or oh, no, cool. For some of the episodes. Episodes, yeah. Uh, or that they weren't episode. just on Salt Fork land. Ah, the behind the scenes yeah. info. Yeah, n- n- yeah, yeah. It's neat. Uh, they found a track on Salt or on Jurassic Classic property. Oh, awesome. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna find a track soon. We can go there. Uh, there, I know everybody. I got their numbers. They're super awesome. nice. They, they, they really are. Really nice people. And Justin has friends everywhere. And I also, we ha- that's where that land I have uh, access to that's 400 acres next door. See what I mean? For all you friends out there listening? Justin will be your best friend. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm... You just haven't met yet. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you have fish on your property, Justin may find his way... Or salamanders. Your, or salamanders. <laughs> Somehow he'll find his way into your life. I got a gun pointed at me over both. <laughs> And then it's gone both ways of being, you had to be escorted off the property or, you know, oh, you know, what's what we're Now you're best friends. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about, so that's about the park itself. The park offers a lot of Bigfoot stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've really embraced the Bigfootery that happens. Uh-huh. Obviously, this is one of the few. The Bigfootery. <laughs> this is a conference that's hosted partially by the, uh, I think it's the Ohio Department of Natural Resources kind of stuff. Oh, okay. They kind of do it with, I don't know, the actual person that runs it. I'm sorry. I'm sure I'll meet you this weekend because uh, I just have talked to you through the Facebook page to book everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's people that run it and stuff. Uh, but Don Keddington, I think that's how you say that. Ketting? Keating? Keating. Keating. I would Don say Keating. Don Keating. 
Um, here's his little blurb he has on the page about it, so I'm just going to read it verbatim. Sure. Uh, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, Ohio Grassman, whatever you choose to call it, it's really all the same creature. Uh, very big, hairy, tall, averaging six to eight feet, with uh, footprints averaging 13 to 17 inches long. It has been uh, rumored to live in Ohio since the mid-1700s, but has also been rumored to live in Ohio's largest state park, uh, Salt Fork. Over 36 reports, uh, sightings have been reported to Don Keating uh, of Newcomer's Town since the mid-1980s. Sorry, I'm getting lost. With a huge amount of alleged evidence coming from Salt Fork's borders, Kenning decided to host the annual Bigfoot conference. Oh, so Don puts it on. Mm, okay. So I... I'm answering my own questions. There you go. Uh, at Salt Forks, uh, starting in 2005. He's, uh, so keep a keen eye open in the wood lines of Salt Fork State Park and the next time you visit this wonderful state treasure. It may be something other than the big buck you see standing along the wood line. It may even be a Bigfoot. Why this location? Landscape in rural Guernsey County? I think it's Guernsey, right? Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, appears as a patchwork of forested hills, open meadows, in misty valleys, uh, threaded by numerous streams. At the heart of the region is Salt Fork State Park, encompassed by woodland and field flanking the Salt Fork Reservoir. Many Bigfoot sightings throughout the years have been reported uh, in the Salt Fork region. A map of the park uh, that lets you see where the sightings are and stuff like that. So it's really cool. We'll get pictures of the map and stuff while we're there. That's oh, yeah. one of our goals. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've never seen it when I've been there because I've been there for other reasons, mm-hmm. uh, mostly for the handicap hunts and the... Uh, Jurassic Classic event. So not we were, so much the Bigfoot. We were, we were very busy. Right. We yeah. There. Um, you weren't Bigfooting. But some of the famous spots to go see Bigfoot, according to Don, which I'm excited to meet Don. I really am. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan's Knob, where uh, much of one of the episodes of Finding Bigfoot was filmed. Uh, Monsters and Mysteries in America also filmed an episode uh, on Morgan's Knob. So that's a location. Parker Road. Known as the Buckeye Trail is another one. And, uh, the cabin area was filmed by Monster Quest. So the cabin area uh, is... We'll go see all three of these and get pictures with them. Oh, nice. Okay. And Bigfoot Ridge. wonder whether it's called Bigfoot Ridge. It is a private... Uh, or a park's private campground uh, where Kathy... Oh, I'm so bad with names. Kathy Lee Griffith and... Kathy Hon- Lee Gifford. Honda... Hoda? Hoda? Oh, I can't read. What's that name? Cobb? Cobb. I'm going to go Cobb. Yeah. Filmed an episode of Today's Show with Kathy and Hobb. Yeah. Uh, And then in 2012, the Salt Fork State Park was named as one of the U.S.'s top 10 spots for Sasquatch. And I think it's even higher on the list now. Yeah. Well, she's Kathy Lee. That's Regis and Kathy Lee. That's who that is. Oh, okay. That's that lady, yeah. So we're still learning a lot about the actual people that do Bigfoot stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I've always been, I'm, I'm so bad with names. Yeah. But so, Don, if you ever listen to this, we're so excited to meet you. I think that's who I've talked to on Facebook. Like I said, I've only talked to them as Ohio Bigfoot Conference. Yeah. You know, that's the the, the thing I was talking to. was a, It's a person, but as far as I could see, it's just. Right, right. Um, the I've, Facebook page. I've been to this a couple of, I've been to the event a couple of times. It's normally on or around my birthday. So, as a Bigfoot fanatic, you know. It's his it, birthday it, gift. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so to learn, yeah, so there's, uh, if you go just type in Ohio Salt Fork 
this comes up, you know, you can type it, hit the Bigfoot tab. But we're going to talk about some stuff you can do while you're there that's Bigfoot related through the summer. Yeah. Uh, that Don helps organize and puts on and stuff like that. Uh, the monthly Bigfoot night hikes. Um, hike the trails after dark and search for legendary Bigfoot with Alan and Jess from Phantom uh, Frontiers. Or, you know, Phantom. Fan- uh, Fathom. Fathom yeah. Frontiers. Yeah. I can't read. I'm trying, and I'm reading upside down, yeah. so. Uh, hear information about famous Bigfoot sightings and uh, Salt Fork and other strange events that have occurred by uh, from members of the Ohio Bigfoot Organization. And you can visit their page. Uh, there's Bigfoot Adventure Weekends. Join uh, Sharon Lee, the Bigfoot field reporter, and Alan and Jess from uh, Fathom Frontiers on a four-day, three-night, all-inclusive Bigfoot campout adventure. So they run that. And there's a Creature Weekend Summer Campout. You join them. It's a free event held early summer. It's a multi-day campout. One of the hottest Bigfoot spots in Jersey County. Or Guernsey. Guernsey. Sorry. Guernsey County. So you go Bigfooting, yeah. So they offer all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. All this takes place down there, like you can just, or I guess. You can sign up. Sign some up of for are, these things. You know, some of it you pay for, some of it's mm-hmm. free. You go on their website to find out more information. Yeah. You know. Well, that, yeah. Well, sweet. That sounds like fun. We should do some of that stuff sometime. Maybe we should. Maybe we'll offer it someday. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll do this. I mean, we don't really have anything in June or July conference-wise. Yeah. Uh, we have we have Michigan one Bigfoot conferences yeah. in July. Yep, I believe so. Bigfoot and Bruce. Those right? are all in September. Oh, we those are the September. September is a crazy month. That's right. I thought we. Had I'll probably have to quit my job and then re- re- reapply Somewhere in September. Else. Yeah. With how much he's taken off? Well, you know. Well, between us both. In the fair. Yeah. I'll just quit because then I'll be like reapply. Four age advisors. They need you. They'll hire you right. I may back. take a leave of absence. Yeah, do that. You. <laughs> sick guys. Use your PTO. As all the friggin' pictures are on <laughs> Facebook of me at all these Bigfoot events. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're going to talk about, uh, I have from the BFRO website, I have, I believe, four reports I, I took. And we're just going to kind of read them and go through them. Okay. And you can see how well I read. If you, yeah. So I may hand I, off uh, yeah. some of these. I will gladly read one. Well, I'll pass them around. We'll, you know, we'll take turns. Okay. So take I'll do the first one. Pass it around. These are in no particular order by date or anything like that. These are just the top four they had as Salt Fork. Okay. Uh, I think they range a little bit in dates, and they may be out of order as far as that's considered. So the first one is report number five thousand or 56,800. It's a Class B sighting. Uh, submitted by on a witness on Tuesday, February 14, 2014, <coughs> is submission date. Bless you. Possible sighting and cast of prints near Huskin Cave in Salt Fork State Park. So this, I've seen this cave posted on a couple of YouTubers that go Bigfooting and stuff like that. It's a famous okay. spot. The year is 2017. The season is winter. The month is February. The date is the 12th is when the sighting took place, so we reported it two days later. The state is Ohio in Guernsey County. Uh, location details, uh, Salt Fork State Park, Road 1, back entrance off of Freedom Road, uh, right before the road to Hoskins Cave. Um, the nearest town is Kimbolton. Uh, the nearest road is Freedom Road. Observed. Oh, I thought you were trying to show me something. I was driving on Road 1 in Salt Fork State Park from the back entrance. I was around 30 yards from the turn off the Hoskins Cave when I saw a hairy brown figure moving into the brush off the right side of the road. 
Now I know what a, a deer's backside looks like and it wasn't a, so he said deer, but he meant bear because he says bear the second time. Gotcha. Okay. So that's a mistype. Uh, when I went back later after work, it was uh, when I found the footprint. And there's a – I didn't have – I don't know if the picture's here, but there was mm-hmm. a cast. He took a partial cast. Oh, cool. It's, that's, and this ain't that long ago. No, 2017. Yeah, five years ago. Uh, was found a footprint and took pictures. As uh, That's also noted. He found a footprint and took pictures. Uh, other witnesses, only me. Uh I was on my way back from work at the gift shop. Uh, other stories, yes. It, uh, other stories, yes. It was near Bigfoot Ridge in Salt Fork State Park. I don't think he filled that part out right. So this is literally the, the just the witness form. Yeah, that we're reading off of. Yeah, time and condition: morning with some clouds, environment near the Beaver Dam uh, before Hoskins Cave. I'm not going to read the follow up because it okay. doesn't matter for us. So. So the guy's, what, is he just driving along the road? Or yeah, s- you'll see. We can go through this exact road. Yeah, I, I want um, to. I want to experience these We'll drive the whole things. park yeah. on Thursday. That's what Thursday's for. Yeah, it's kind of, and then Friday we'll do our meet and greet. Okay. Uh, but Thursday is so I can teach you the area and stuff like that. Cool. Uh, I fished the state park long before I knew anything about Bigfoot. Mm, okay. Uh, it's very, it's a it's a very big, like it says, It's I think it's, it's Ohio's biggest state park. Yeah. And it's because the, the reservoir is not as big as some lakes or reservoirs, but it's very long. It's yeah, a finger it's, lake. It's almost like a big uh, horseshoe looking. It's because it's a flooded ravine. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, as far as fish go, because, you know, I always remember back to fish. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few places you can find sand darters still in Ohio. Sand? Yeah. Sand what? Darters. Sand darters. Mm-hmm. They're a perkid, so they're in their perch family. Okay. And they live in the sand. Okay. They have little crocodile eyes. Oh, cool. Okay. You can really only find them in clean sand. Yeah. So... I know it's a weird. It sounds like clean a contradiction. sand. Yeah, it's like so it's sand with no clay or so basically, if sand's clean, you could pick up sand in the water and it won't and kind be of all, shuffle it and it, the sand will fall. Won't be all cloudy yeah, and the cloudiness is not sand. It's not clean. Sand rarely suspends in water. Gotcha. Okay. The other like silt and mm-hmm. uh, other stuff it suspends in the water. Yeah, it gets all cloudy yeah, and so it, if you're a fish, basically, if you're sitting in the sand, you can still breathe because mm-hmm. there's enough space. Yeah. Uh, with the silt, you, you can't breathe. Makes sense. If you're a fish. If right, you're a if human, you're a fish. you can't do either. Do you wish you were a fish? No. You sure? The, f- the fish life is very restrictive. I don't know. I, I feel like one, you and just... Fish either live forever or they live very short lifespans. I think you long to be a fish. Yeah, I like fish. But exactly. I'd be a salamander. A very simple, easy life of being toxic and fireproof. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A lot of salamanders are fireproof. I didn't know that. <laughs> Fun little tangent there. That's a whole You're always gonna get a fish or a salamander fact in an, in each episode. I'm sure. Or a wildlife fact. I always get a wildlife yeah. fact in there. <laughs> yep. Um. So this is a. I'm gonna pass the case on to Emily. So this is the start of the case. Okay. And then it goes on to the next. One second. Yeah, because it's the start of the case that goes on to the next page. That first little count. I mean. Oh yeah. So we can talk about that. I'm just sorry. Just real quick. Yeah. I just want to say like uh. Very common sighting, it seems like. Uh, so, as we'll get into, for Salt Fork, yes. Yeah. A lot of road sightings. And, and it, like, common as in, like, I just saw, like, the butt of it. I know it I know it wasn't this, mo- which is usually which, the... Which is, most of the time, it wasn't a guy, it wasn't a bear. Yep. Because it was upright, 
really those are the only two options as conventional you know knowledge goes there are bear in salt fork they're very mm-hmm. rare yeah you're not going to run into a bear i mean but you may yes i'll say you probably won't but people usually point out I know what the bear looks like. This wasn't it. Yeah. And, so it's common. Know, especially if this is a local that lives yeah. in the area. This yeah. isn't a tourist. So very much more credible. And yeah. it's by the cave. That I like that. It's mm. by the cave. It's not a true cave either. Oh, it's not. What's it's that It's like mean? an overhang cave, mm. which is a little different than a so it, hole in the ground. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. Well, it's still a little different, but still. Unless I'm getting confused uh, with which cave it is on the property. Uh, I think this is the famous overhead cave people go to. It's very, it's very. Hoskins Cave is what gorgeous. it says. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, uh, but it is a Bigfoot location. Yes. Uh, people go there at night. Okay, cool. Uh, Maybe we will. I doubt it because there's going to be 50,000 other people there. Oh, true. And Justin's scared of. I'm not scared of going out at night. I'm not scared <laughs> of Bigfoot, especially in Ohio. I don't like people. True. And there's going to be a lot of people that are going, <laughs> you being maybe one of them well yeah but i'm not gonna do it for real i you'll see where the hotel is yeah the lodge is on a giant cliff face that overfaces the lake and every time i go i go stand at the cliff and go Ooh, and i got one response back and it was a guy on a boat yeah <laughs> that's hilarious and i don't know if he's seen me or not he may have been like oh this is it yeah i'm gonna do it back well yeah he might have just made someone's uh year or life at that night well, we did that. Remember, we did that at Hawking when we started doing calls. Yeah. Some guy seen it and was like, started <laughs> walking a lot faster because yeah. he was for sure a Bigfoot was coming to eat him. <laughs> oh, it's you. All right, ready for the next story? Ready. So this is about a couple that flees their campsite after a possible night encounter. What's the at date Salt on the top? I was getting there. Oh, you were turning the page awful fast. It was Tuesday, June eighteenth, two thousand thirteen. So well, four. Because y- then it breaks it down up here too. Okay, so go in. Go ahead. <laughs> so it was in the summer in Ohio at the, I'm just going to call it the Guernsey County. Mm-hmm. Um, the location was at site three slash four in the primitive campsite at Bigfoot Ridge in Cambridge on Freedom Road, which was the nearest road. Same. We'll be on Freedom Road a lot. Yeah. That's where a yeah. lot of sightings take place on Freedom Road. And okay. you see why. Okay. It's heavily... Wooded, forested. It's like it said, primitive campground area. You know, it's a spot. I guess here's what it is. It, I don't think there's a lot of Bigfoot activity there, mm-hmm. but it's your spot that's most likely to have a human come and, across a Sasquatch gotcha. in this area. Okay, because there's a lot of the park. It's very hard to walk to. Mm-hmm. This park is very ravine filled, very creek heavy. So a lot of it's you know you may walk 100 yards and but you go down 50 feet and you have to go up 50 feet. Right. Yeah. And most the average person doesn't do that. Right. Not me. Yeah, right. <laughs> it won't be me. It's because I got a bad knee and it's just, it's hard. I'm the more in the field guy. I'll point over there and Jay will walk over there and I'll be like, okay, have fun. Yep. I'll sit in the car and <laughs> I'm fine. Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> so on June 17th in 2013, South Fork State Park, Bigfoot Ridge, me and my girlfriend went to bed at 10 p.m., off and on, we heard really weird, loud screams. At around 1 a.m., she woke me up in terror because it was outside her tent, just feet from our heads pulling handfuls of grass. She was frozen with fear and waited for it to walk away. When it did happen, or wait, when it did, she opened the tent where she heard twigs cracking and shined the flashlight in the direction, which she saw it was really big yellow eyes. They were close together, and it turned towards the wooded tree line. We believed it watched us grab our stuff and end the trip early. 
We left our tent and hauled it to. Oh, these reports are a little hard to read sometimes. Fast. Mm. We're are completely traumatized over the experience and would like to talk to someone who believes. We also believe we attracted it because I was knocking trees just after sunset. Um, mm. Also noticed we were told there were other people supposed to be in the area camping, but it looked like they left early, also leaving gear behind. Other witnesses, just the two of us. Other stories, yes, that's kind of why we went and wish we now didn't. In the environment was next to the marsh. It was a quiet, clear night. All the frogs in the area stopped making noises all at once, and my dog was acting really weird and wouldn't come out of my Jeep. Are you in the follow-up now? Yeah. We can just skip the follow-up. Okay. Hmm. So, um, so the marsh is a is a big area. Yeah. Uh, I fished it before. Oh, uh, yeah. Targeting bowfin. Um, your favorite fish. It is. Uh, I haven't caught one out of the salt fork, and I did, there's not many reports of them being there, but I was just seeing, because uh, most people don't target them. Mm-hmm. So you don't, the water you fish for them, anyways, off topic. Yeah. But this is another area that's pretty big footy. And you'll okay. see why it's very hard. It's full of what some people think is a Bigfoot favorite for food, beaver. Oh, really? Yeah. Big dams and stuff like that. They uh, There's a couple reports of them staying on top of dams and actually getting in to, to get the beaver out. Wow, okay. Um, but yeah. Hmm. I, d- I never heard that before. Yeah, so this why they may be in this area is getting the be- beaver and muskrat. Because muskrat build huts too. Yeah, they do. Not as exclusive, not as big and as prominent as beavers. Mm -hmm. But still, it's kind of a food source you know is there at night because they're in there. You just got to be really quick and be really powerful. You got to be really like, huh, you know, grabbing them real fast. But you know they're there. What's a creature you know that could potentially do that if it's this creature? Wolves do it. Besides uh, besides Bigfoot, wolves will – it's very hard for them to get to the dams. Yeah. uh, But wolves – when I was in college – we, they, we did a, a wolf poop survey uh-huh. to find out what they were eating, and we found out most in the summer, wolves don't really hunt anything big. They mostly eat beaver and other rodent. Oh, cool. They're small little things. Yeah. Except beaver can't be. This, I mean, not, beaver can be big, but they're not. Yeah. When you're talking about a wolf. It's not like a deer or elk mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And so people get this conception of these big predators having to eat big Big game. things, yeah. And it's not true. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they're eating small. Small snacks. Yeah, but it's easier. Yeah. It's, I mean, you're not hunting deer every time because deer are hard to catch. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're a Bigfoot. I don't care if you're a wolf. They're not the easiest thing to catch right. compared to eating a muskrat or eating a voles. mole or, yeah. yeah. When, Little rabbits. When voles, you know, they're everywhere. Yeah. You know, you eat the food source that's common. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know we have like moles in our front yard. Yeah, we have voles everywhere. Moles and voles. Moles and voles. M what's and the, V. What's the difference? Uh, they're just they're just different animals. Okay, uh, I, so I don't voles know. Voles have black teeth. Oh, okay. Moles do not. No. So don't we also have a lot of um, minks. Yeah, but mink are very hard to catch. But like we're talking about rodents, you know. Or are they not considered what rodents? Did, I didn't realize no, that they're like, a weasel. But like moles and voles both, I didn't realize how common they were. Till Tons like, of them. Till our dogs started digging yeah, them up and leaving them out. Every field in Ohio. Oh, it's just full of hundreds, if not thousands, of voles and moles. Well, now that I know like what to look for, they're mm-hmm. all over. You see the signs everywhere. When we did a vole trap in college, yeah, it would fill up with them. Really? Like, it, it was crazy. Easy. Oh, easy. Uh, easy and, lunch. I yeah, guess. I mean it, it is. If you're a big predator. Mm-hmm. It's easier to eat a bunch of voles. So when the grid goes down, you know, when you're searching for food, I mean, if you, really, if you really have to eat a vole, you know, I don't want to live. 
you know, if it comes down to society's that bad where I'm trapping voles to survive. Oh, you can make, like, voles skin socks. If society goes down, <laughs> I can raise chickens, and that's the kind of thing I, I'm yeah. okay. Yeah. If I have to hunt down a vole, I'm okay to die. <laughs> Vole stew. Because the point of life is not is not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? You might stumble in the... It might be delicious. I'm not saying that there wouldn't be edible or tasty you might find a whole but new it, i'm just saying if life is like that bad <laughs> you might it I'm might okay improve life die. you might have a whole new protein source that just no it tells okay. you a joy i'm not saying like, like insects mushrooms. i've yeah. had insects yeah, like that taste very well uh, oh yeah you're right okay i don't eat bug legs but i don't want to <laughs> right exactly <laughs> chicken if chicken is not a source anymore i don't i don't care to live hmm, interesting Chicken's like the only meat he eats. I eat a lot of chicken, a lot of fish. Yeah. That's, that's about it. Hmm. I don't care for beef. red. It's too hard in your stomach. It's not something we're supposed to eat. See, my dad only eats protein that has hooved feet. And that's why his, like half of his dick, he's like Two-Face. Oh, uh, that's why? That's what caused it, right? Yeah. Not <laughs> the big beef industry. <laughs> big not being beef. hit with metal it was all molten, kinds of molten plastic. Well, molten plastic, and then the other when he lo- about lost his eye. Oh yeah, by a piece of glass. Yeah, glass. I thought it was metal. No, no it was glass. Glass. Okay. From glass cut his eyeball in half. Yeah, I thought it was. I, for some reason, I thought it was a piece of metal. Nope. Window shattered and. Because he was. Poor he was Fred. mowing, wasn't he? No, he was uh, removing a window out of an Fred, old trailer. Does, does Fred ever use safety equipment? No. Okay. <laughs> the, the, why? How why do you, you tell ask that? that? <laughs> Look at his body. <laughs> the physical scars. I love Fred. We'll have to have him on an episode. There you go. Tell his stories. Anyways, so read the next. All right. We got really off topic, but that's what we're famous for. Yeah. We're definitely are famous for that. (laughs) Wait, is this? Okay, so now. So you start at the top. So these are kind of like everybody at home. A BFRO report is a little difficult to read as in to give to somebody else. Like if you're reading it to me. Right. It's a little, it's, it's funky written. Gotcha. So you start at the top, and you can give them the case number so they can look it up if they want. Mm-hmm. It's just the easiest way to find uh, is the actual case number. If not, you can just start and just read down the line. Okay, so this was some, this is case number 41232. I'm just going to refer yep. to it. like It's a Class A sighting, which means they had an actual physical sighting of it. Um, it was witnessed, or it was submitted on May 24th, but it was witnessed on May 5th. So it took them a couple weeks to submit the report. Their sighting was of two animals walking a ridgeline in Salt Fork State Park. So this took place uh, Sunday, May 5th in the springtime of 2013 in Guernsey County, Ohio. Um, Salt Fork State Park um, itself on Shadebush Trail. I'm not sure where that one is. I knew, I've known where all the other locations are so far except that one. All right. So maybe we'll find Shadebush Trail while we're yeah. there. All right, so the observer observer um, sent this in. I was a vendor at Creature Weekend at Salt Fork State Park on May 4th. Ooh, sounds very similar to what we're about to be doing. That's your birthday, by the way. No, it is. <laughs> and at 9.45 p.m., a fisherman that was, on, that was in a tournament came in all shook up and said at first, I thought you were a bunch of nuts until now. He started to tell his story to other vendors. So this grabbed my attention, so I went over to listen, and there are about five of us that decided to go out the next morning at 6 a.m. to check out the site. So I got there at 5 a.m. and waited and said to myself, if they are not here by 5.30 a.m., I'll start without them, and maybe they will catch up with me. So I started to head down the Sagebush Trail and headed to where he got the picture. 
The wind was from my left to right, and the sun was on my left shoulder. And halfway down the path, two deer must have smelled me, because they were on my right and and started running. So I kept walking, and the sun started to come up. And when I hit the first turn on Shadebush Trail, I heard something like talking on my ridge to on the ridge on my left. At first, I thought it was friend A and friend B with friends A's black shirts on. So I hit a tree and yelled, "Hey guys!" Wait up. And then they started to uh, walk faster. And I yelled, very funny, guys. Uh, This is when I got a good look at them. Then I knew what I was looking at up on the ridge. It was two Bigfoots. Are you referred to multiple Bigfoot? Bigfoot is the same as plural as it is singular. So it's like, that's the preferred. It's not Bigfoots. It's Bigfoot. All right. So typo here. It's not Big Feet? No. You saw a pack of Big Feet? No. (laughs) Hmm. I don't know the preferred nomenclature. Like Sasquatch is the same as singular as plural. It's not Sasquatch is. I thought it was Sam Scramches. Well, that's, that's a different animal. Oh, that's right. That's the Canadian one. Mm-hmm. That's a Canadian blanket. That's monster. the one that smokes illicit substances. Sam Scramches? Mm, Sam Squitch. Oh, okay. They wear big, thick glasses and they really like kitty cats. <laughs> no, that's the observer of Sam Scramches. Oh, I get, I get confused. <laughs> okay. But um, only this, our select friends, will know. If you know what we're talking about, you know. If you, you don't know, know good luck. Um, I tried to catch up with them and get a picture with these things, but these things were walking fast, and once they got to the bottom of the ridge, they took off in the brush. But I did manage to get one good picture. You can see them in the picture. One turned to look to see if I was still trying to follow them. When the one turned to look back, he had to turn his whole top half of his body with his left arm going across his chest to look back at me. I tried to follow them, but once they got in the brush, I could not hear or see them. But I got a great look at them, and they were black as coal, and the hair length was as long as my as a beard and well-groomed. At any time, they could have stopped and tore me in half, but all they wanted to do was get away as fast as possible. Um, I also noticed uh, the other thing that made me look up on the ridge was when I heard something like someone talking, but could not make it out. It sounded like someone outside of your home talking, but could not make it out i don't know why they repeated that it's just how people type stuff you know yeah um we're reading this verbatim so right we're reading their thoughts as they type them kind of like an eight track tape player that was eating the tape i did not smell anything like a wild animal but this could be because the wind was blowing on the top of the ridge i looked for footprints or hair samples but came up empty-handed so several is that it sorry um yeah you don't have to do the rest of the report Ooh, there's there's part this. Let's okay. at least mention this. Others, my six year old son did find footprints last June that we sent to Cliff Brockman. That's a little fun little. Mm. Um, this is a pretty interesting story. This, so a couple things from my point of view. Yeah. Is you have a couple, and keep in mind this is a person that was obviously vending at a a creature weekend. Mm-hmm. So they are into this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm not calling anybody fake here at all, but. They had several big Bigfoot things, like the turning of the whole body, not yeah. the neck. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people believe Bigfoot's trap muscles are so large, which are these. Right beside your neck. Yeah, right. The muscles that run up your neck to, for your shoulder blades and stuff. Um, they are incredibly strong muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they be, Bigfoot's are reported not to have a neck because of these muscles. They have a neck, but it's kind of eaten up by the muscles around them. Right, yep. But it causes them not to be able to turn their head very far. So you have to turn their whole body. Like in the Patty film. Yeah, the Patty film's the best example. But mm-hmm. it's reported, it's been reported before that and after that for a mm-hmm. long time that they 
at the they do they can't like look at you with there's their head. So are you saying like this could be a no, I'm just authentic saying, story the way yes, or either way, but it's just it's more I guess I'm not calling it's more credible when somebody says that they don't know that doesn't know anything about Bigfoot. Yes, this is a person that obviously no. knows a lot, a, a something of Bigfoot. You mm-hmm. know, they were doing something there. They don't have to know a lot. They could have been an artist that just paints. Yeah. True. Yeah. I don't know who they are. They knew enough to know how to describe or describe this. Maybe be yeah. by being at and that, that conference. That could be the other thing to look at. You know, I'm being the devil's advocate. You know, they explain it better because they know what to, they know what they're seeing. Yes. Or more, you know, more readily like. It's not as weird, but uh, I think it's also something to point out is they went to look at where a Bigfoot sighting took place. Yeah, and seen Bigfoot and seen something. Yeah, and then a lot of Ohio Bigfoot are black. Okay, I was going to ask that too. If there's a, a certain most, color, the most common color in Ohio is reported black. When hmm. you go out west, like specifically the Pacific Northwest, they're mostly red. Mm-hmm. You go down south, uh, they're mostly the pepper. Uh, salt and pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Black with white on them somewhere, mostly in the back. That's where the, the skunk. whole skunk ape thing comes from, but not exclusive. You can have colors anywhere. Uh, and then Ohio, or not Ohio, northern parts of the country, you have a lighter colored black or almost a black gray. Okay. And even white. Like a charcoal y. Yeah. The north has some white Bigfoot. I've also heard stories of like blondish more. Yep, I've heard the blondes, uh, the strawberry blondes. Yeah, those, you know, I think that's I think that's a morph of red. In yeah. our common mm-hmm. Bigfoot behaviors episode, uh, we talked about double fur, uh, double fur coats. Okay, yes, you're Remember right. Yep. yep, I do. And that's when a creature has an outer coat and an inner coat, mm-hmm. and they can be both different colors. And that's why during why they're walking out in the sunlight, they appear that red or you know tan brown brown's and also another really common color all through the whole u.s right you know everybody has their own regional preference but you know brown is kind of the default mm-hmm. i would the say baseline i would say brown's the most common color in the u.s mm-hmm. and then you have your regional color dominance this, yeah exactly which is common in many 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 mammals yeah it's not a weird thing it's not an exclusive thing it's just uh, a product of your environment, maybe? Yes. Okay. Uh, or, you know, genetics, you know, mm-hmm. you know, your own diversity for that area. Yeah. Uh, variance in color, I mean, it's just, deer can be, some deer can be very dark, some deer can be very light. Some it's, can be very white. Yeah, there are, there are, I mean, there are piebald deer and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and there are albinos, which are rare. Piebalds are a lot more common than albinos. Than albino. And, but you can have a almost all white piebald. That appears. I mean, it's just as far as you know, it's all white. Yeah. You know, the, the, the piebald just means a good portion of body is white. Mm-hmm. Uh, albinoism is a different type of thing. Right. It's all all yes. white and then no pigment in the eyes. Right. Yep. It's usually the red. Eyes are red or pink because yeah. it's the blood. Yep. You're seeing their blood. That's craziness. Um, doesn't have to be red or pink. It can be like uh, some reptiles are yellow because they're just the skin. Tone or not the not the pigment in the skin, the muscle fibers and stuff in the eye okay. are, are yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see the yellow like our ball pythons we have that are have yellow eyes when they're albino because oh yeah, true. The tissue is just yellow. It's just there's Even no. You're a little salamander there. I think yeah. has yellow eyes. Yeah. Well, the albino has pink. Oh, it does. Okay. Uh, the leucistic has color. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, the golden albino has gold eyes. Yeah, That's what I was yeah, referring to. Sorry, I realized. But, um, so this has a lot of cool parts. See, it's just, if you are a skeptic, 
you'd say it's fake because they hit so many iconic Bigfoot things. Yeah. Or but, if you're not, like, I'm more inclined to believe this person. I believe the story. I believe because it too. Because I just think they seen more because they were a person like us that was looking at those keys. Looking, knowing what to observe. Yes. They yeah. were seeing more because they were kind of, not over this, like, oh, I'm seeing a Bigfoot, you know. But, oh, I'm seeing a Bigfoot. Oh, it's turning, you know, how it turned at me and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just, you see more when... I don't know how to explain it. If you're going bird watching, you're looking more at more detail than right, just yeah. the bird. Mm-hmm. If you know, it makes sense. Yeah, it's it's a little rarer than that, but you know, it's like it's like you're going bird watching, but you see like a a beaver. You're not gonna mm-hmm. be inspecting everything that beaver's like. Oh my gosh, there's a beaver there. But if you're going bird watching, you see that bird. You're gonna pay every little attention detail to what it's doing. What do you think, Emmy? Just remind people you're still here. <laughs> Yeah, because everybody forgets about me. No, I think that kind of like the both, like y'all were talking about, like, yeah, they were looking for it, but then at the same time, like, I feel like they have the resources to be able to, like, actually, or the knowledge to actually be like, yeah, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Actually identify what they're saying. One thing I want to say is, I think we've made this comment before, in general, we're never going to call somebody a liar for their story. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Um... I, I tend to believe more than not mm-hmm. when it comes to stories like this. Um, we're not here to judge a story. We are just talking about some aspects of the story. Um, I don't know. I just feel like that's an important distinction to make, that we're never – we're not calling a story fake. We're pointing out – Right, yeah. We're pointing out certain factors of the story that may – not lean towards one way or the other, but maybe looked at one way oh, or the yeah. other by other people. I think it's important to see all sides of everything. Yeah. And you take what you want to believe. And I think, it, it, you we, know, if you're a third party entity and you were looking at this as a person that believes in Bigfoot, it went to a Bigfoot conference mm-hmm. as a vendor. Yeah. And then went out and seen a Bigfoot. Okay. You're just seeing what you want to see. Right. Yeah. But now you, they were in an area with an active sighting going on within a day or two. And seen something. And they went out in early morning. What do you say? 5 a.m.? 5.30. Yeah, 5 a.m. And if no one was there by 5.30. So it had to take place before somewhere in that time slot. So that's not a time when most people are out. Right, yeah. Screwing around, walking, just randomly walking. And he, they said something about they're hearing voices or chatter. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. I've heard that. The weird, me- weird chatter. That you just can't make out what they're mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't. We just had our Sounds of Sasquatch episode come out, and Which, we played some chatter. If you want to reference, go back to that episode and take a listen. We have enough episodes now. We're referencing episodes. Yeah. Look at us go. Mm-hmm. You know, two months ago, that wasn't happening. No. <laughs> go back to our catalog of We're, yeah, of nuggets uh, of, we have a lot kernels of, of truth that we've... We have kernels of truth. That we've released really, you. You're pushing that one, aren't you? Is that the one you like the most? Well, I don't know. I like just kernels of truth. Yeah. There's something about it there. But... I still like corn nuggets. I, I like corn nuggets for our people. But uh, I, I love this. The last one we have, um, it starts very at the very bottom, I think. Yep, it does. Second line up where it says class. Yep. It's a class B sighting, this one, which means? Uh, secondary Bigfoot evidence. Yes. Uh, Not actually physically witnessed, but, but signs of. You know, that first, it th- th- kind of can be 
a little bit of blurred lines in between the the classifications. Like a gray system. area. Because that first sighting we did was a class B, mm-hmm. but he's seen a chunk of the creature. True. So I think class A is always reserved. It doesn't have to. You can have a class B and see a piece of a Bigfoot. Oh, okay, gotcha. But a class A is always, I guess, is the best. That is a Bigfoot standing right, right there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what. You can point out certain details. Right. When class B, like that first class B was a chunk of a big. He's seen True. It. Just seeing its butt or yeah. something look like it's, backside. It's, yeah. So I just want to make that because, you know, we, I don't know. Just. And it's, it's, it's reported. It's not a. I don't know how to explain it. It's a system that has gray area. Yeah, yeah. It's not a concrete. system. You see a thick Bigfoot butt. I mean, that's a class A for the most part, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's B. It's a class sometimes A booty. Yeah, it is. It's like the Mothman statue. I was just about to statue. say the lost Mothman. We have a listener subscriber that posted that Mothman in there, and he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't, he's like, I don't get why the Mothman has to have so much cake. Yeah, because he's got like a bubble butt. He has a very defined posterior. Yeah, thick. Chiseled. Thick with two C's. I don't know why they made the statue look like that. (laughs) I don't know who made the statue. Anyways, we're way off topic. All right, so this is is a very recent report. This is the most recent one we have for this group. Okay. Uh, Report is number 69,304. Ooh. Class B. Submitted on Monday, uh, June seventh, two thousand twenty-one. Uh, Salt Fork boaters. So this is an, this is another one near the water or by the water. These guys are on the water, but right. Obviously, the, the Bigfoot's not most likely in the lake when they're hearing it. Uh, they hear a deep howl, super loud, uh, just adjacent from the shore. Uh, they went back and uh reported it as sounding like the ohio howl after they did some research okay they did not as far as we'll read the whole thing i don't think they knew what the ohio howl was before hearing this but they at, later on they added the ohio howl okay makes sense um so the whole little blurb is uh the year is two uh so they reported it and 20 sorry there's three dates here so it was it's the spring even though the month says june that's summer well, it depends. Keep in mind, people, individuals fill this out. So this can be a little sketch. Yeah. What day in June was it? The 5th. Because the 21st is the start of summer, technically. Oh, so, oh, so it is spring. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm dumb. There you go. Because the it's summer right, equinox is Justin's not dumb. a fish. <laughs> the summer equinox is June 21st, and the winter equinox oh. is December 21st. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Did you get a kick out of that, Jay? Yeah, it's not a fish. I didn't know it, of course. That's hilarious. All right. June Good 5th. job, Emily. Clap. Good job, Emily. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, yeah. I'm not going to read this, all, but he has location details. So for example, part of the boat is approximately loaded at these coordinates. He actually gives the coordinates. If I'm not going to read the coordinates, but you can look him up. I gave you the case number. Uh, sound came from south, just south of these coordinates. Nearest town's Cambridge. Nearest road is Cadence Road, which will be on, or it's US-22 is the same thing. Oh, okay. Um, that's the road that goes around the lake. It, oh, okay. It actually crosses the uh, crosses over the lake a couple times and stuff like that. You remember that? Going back up to the lodge. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I think it crosses the lake twice before you get to the lodge, and it crosses the lake two more times after the lodge. Oh, wow, okay. It's a very, it's, not to be. You can get car sick getting to the yeah, lodge. Yeah, if you get car sick, you can get 
you, you know, it's not the best road. Yeah. It's a gorgeous road. Yeah. Oh, I bet. On. Especially if it's Forest going over the lake. lake. Yeah. You know, it's, it's Salt Fork State Park is a good family destination. Okay. It's got all kinds of stuff to do. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It has tons and tons of forest. If you're into going out and looking at just walking. Right. Yeah. It has easy hike trails. It has advanced hike trails. You know, it's, hmm. as far as Ohio goes, it's a very nice park. Ohio just doesn't have a lot of super nice parks as yeah. far as full woods. Right. Yeah. Ohio does, a, there's, Ohio State Parks do a really nice job in general. Taking care of them. Taking care of them and have us, you know, they're nice as, as far as on average, I've been all over the country, not mm-hmm. all over the country. I've been all over, I've been a lot of the country. Multiple states. Yes. And I've seen a lot of state parks that weren't very nice and that were very nice in the same state. Gotcha. So they're less of an average. Mm-hmm. Um, a state up north is known, or is one of them. I won't say which state, but I've spent a lot of time there. And some of the state parks are extraordinary. In some of them, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyways... We won't mention that state. Here's the sighting. Earlier this evening, and this was the date of 6-5-21, four of us were boating on Salt Fork State Park, or on Salt Fork Lake, you know, in Salt Fork State Park. The mm-hmm. whole lake is in the park. Gotcha. Um, I live less than 10 miles away, so I've fished and boated this lake for years. This evening, 8 p.m., uh, the lake was uh, very busy with several boats in the ski zone. Uh, we decided to take a break from the ski zone area head back into a cove for a few minutes this lake is so this is not what he's saying i'm saying this this lake is full of coves and nooks and crannies okay and you so you can get off to an area and fish with nobody can see you and you can't see anybody right yeah uh but it does have a very active part of the lake the majority of the lake is super active gotcha i'm uh, sorry let me find where it was after going about halfway back into the cove we heard an unusual sound coming from our back left heavily wooded area uh, it was loud enough to hear over our motor. I shut off the engine so we could figure out what it was. The only way I could des- uh, describe the sound was it was like an old mechanical tornado or air raid siren starting up the wind. Hmm. So yeah, remind me of that when we when I stop. The sound uh, the sound was very unusual and pres- produced a low f- end frequency or a bassy in layman's terms sound. A bassy? Or bassy, sorry. Ba- oh, ba- oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like a bass. Like a deep, okay. I read it as a fish. That's our, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I hate the lingu- English language. It's it's confusing. Bass and bass is the same word. Because I'm all about that spelled. bass, yeah. about that bass, no trouble. It's all about that bass, all about that bass, no treble hook. Yeah, no treble hook. Oh, my God. Megan Trainer decides otherwise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, back to the story. You could uh, literally almost feel the sound. Remind me of that, too. Impressive. Yeah. Let's bring that back up at the end. Yep. Uh, There is no sirens located in this area. I have never heard a sound like this out there or anywhere else before. We all heard stories of Sasquatch being out there, but I'm very skeptical of this stuff and joked about it, uh, usually on every other outing. I thought it was unusual, but Bigfoot was definitely not not my first answer as to what we heard. After we got back to the house and the kids and I googled Bigfoot air raid siren and eventually came across the audio uh, clip called the Ohio House of the BFR website. Mm. It is very close to sounding like exactly what we heard. And there's, uh, as I also noticed, uh, girlfriend said she heard several knocking sounds, but I do not remember hearing these. 
It, it, there was three other witnesses, girlfriend, coworker, and uh, and coworker's wife. And, okay, sorry, I was reading it weird. He had my girlfriend, coworker, and his wife, but I read it as wife. So there's four of them. Yes, four okay. total. Gotcha. 8 p.m., you know, next right next to the lake. Mm-hmm. So several things about this story that are very cool, and that's why I put it last because it was my favorite one when yeah. I read them. Um, the air raid siren. Yeah. You remember the first time I played the Ohio Howl for you? Yeah. What did you say it sounded like? Uh, a tornado, a tornado exactly. warning. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly what it sounded like, and it does. It sounds very similar, but the more you listen to it, the more you're like, it doesn't, you know. Right, right, right. You can. Uh, I just recently on Sasquatch Chronicles, which is probably the biggest Bigfoot podcast out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a witness on there that was described that played a sound. That sounded the first time you heard it, it sounded just like a pig, a wild pig, and it's from Massachusetts. Yeah. And then you listen to it again, and you're like, "Well, that's not a pig." And then you listen to it more, and you can start, you know, I don't know if it's your brain just doing it, or if you can actually, because you first off, your brain's just like. Human brain will always go for the easiest description. What it thinks it is, yeah. yeah. Pig. The logical. The lo- yeah. Your brain wants the fastest, easiest answer that makes the, the most sense, mm-hmm. quotation mark. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like and then, but the more you listen to it, you're like, well, that's not a pig. Right, yeah. So this, you know, the air siren sound. It does sound like an air siren. But when you listen to it, you go like, mm. well, that's not an air siren, but it does sound it like sounds an air like, siren. It sounds like, but it's off, you yeah. know. Um, what was the next thing? The f- low-end frequency you could feel. Feel it in your chest. So, Bigfoot is, some people believe they can produce infrasound. We've talked about that on both the sounds of Sasquatch, common Bigfoot behaviors. It's it's, it's, a, it's a common thread. It's been brought up a few times on yes, our it's a very previous common, episodes. It's a very common thread. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so, this is a, a tool. He's hearing it and feeling it. Yeah. And... He sounds like he's a good distance away. So even if they are producing infrasound, if you've, we've all talked about the nasty effects infrasound can have in close range uh, or long-term exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, so him being this far away from it and it just being uh, in the open on a lake, I assume there'd be no ill effect yeah. of a creature producing infrasound. Yeah. Uh, besides the feeling of it. You know, you could feel it, but it's not going to make you sick like we've talked about before and stuff like that. Those are the creatures like, you know, 30 yards away staring at you. Very close. Wanting you gone. Yeah. Intimidating you. I think that's what it is. It's yeah. just a, it's the last ditch effort. They don't like to, I don't think they like to use it as far as for getting you out of there. Yeah. Because they know it's a bad, it's not the nicest feeling thing. Yeah. And, but I think it's the last ditch effort to make you move. Because it is a way, a non-physical way to move you. Make you move. You're not mm-hmm. going to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just... I'm sure it's had a track record of working, so yeah. it's one of their techniques. What was the other thing? Um, let's see here. We had the, the infrasound and the, the tornado siren sound, which are, yeah, like I said, we both covered both of those. It's funny how uh, a lot of these keep referencing the Ohio Howls. Yeah, I mean, the Ohio Howl, uh, Matt Money Mike ever recorded the original, and yeah. it was recorded again in, what did we just talk about, 2016? Yeah. I think. And this one was in 2021? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Ohio Howls, both sets of them were recorded, I think, just north up towards Canton. Okay. Not yeah, not quite Canton, somewhere in between, but it's that side of the state. Yeah, east side, p- typically where we see all most of the sightings. Yeah, there's a lot more. Except for Hardin County. Our, we our, have a little hot spot, but... It's a and, small time hot spot. It's not. Yeah, 
And I think you explained why in one of our previous yeah. episodes as well, another callback of uh, migration, Big Justin's migration. migration theory. Yeah. I just reposted an episode on the Canadian page because they were somebody was asking about it. Ah, okay. <laughs> they said thank you. I don't know if they listened to it or not, but yeah, right, yeah. The effort I was there. Yeah. But yeah, so what do you think about that? Well, the whole thing. Uh, it, was, a did, very interesting story. Uh, my favorite of all of them too. Yeah, that's why I put it last. Is yeah. It had... It's classic. It's almost like just that classic Bigfoot story, mm-hmm. but it has all the hallmarks of being authentic. I a think very Ohio story. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's that's, very recent. Yeah, very. I mean, yeah, that's why, what's cool. Another thing is why I put it last is it's yeah, the, last year the newest one. I think they not even a year ago. I think they had on the BFRO. I think it was the newest one for Salt Fork, mm-hmm. but it also was a very cool story and a very classic Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondary hand, you know, there's no Bigfoot scene. It does get me a uh, little juiced up to get down there, mm-hmm. which couple tomorrow we're leaving, you know? Yep. We're leaving tomorrow. And yep, you we're going to be there. I forgot. And, uh, <laughs> Same. I don't know. I'm really excited. I'm like, I got to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> all, all this stuff, like, I don't know, all this, these stories is just definitely getting I, me. It was a good episode. Getting before. the juices flowing just to be down in that area. So what do you think about the Salt Fork as a whole before we get there, as from what we just talked about? Well, it sounds like a... It, it sounds like a prime area. Obviously, it is with all. But I'm excited just to get out in the woods and see the lake. And just... Yeah, and we'll definitely... I don't know how much hiking and stuff we'll do. Yeah. Especially at night because there's just going to be so many mm-hmm. yahoos out there. It's not right, like, yeah. You're going to hear stuff because there's people that are going... Yeah. Are there for the same reasons. Knocking. Right. I think this is probably your least likely weekend to see a Bigfoot. Yeah. Which I agree. Um, but I'm also excited just to... Be or, out in the area where we know Bigfoot yes. have been. I think it's a good boots on the ground to understand. We'll go through these areas. I'll yeah, take it everywhere. yeah. I've been to all these spots. I think uh, this is one road, Shade Bush Road, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. And I think me and Nick passed it one time. You probably have, but we never went up it because there was. Uh, I think now don't hold. I think that's where the game warden always sits to get people speeding. Ah, it's one of the hill roads that go up the yeah. ridge. Yeah, so you can sit there and. We'll see if I'm right. All right. I think that because there's notes. that road that we never went up because half the time there's a uh, either a game warden or a cop sitting there waiting there for you. But just because it's 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 like a one lane road. Yeah. Uh, so he may be stopping you from going up there because there's a Sasquatch crossing. And very well so. He must. Know. What do you think, Emmy? You've been there. I mean, it's really pretty area. Definitely is. It's a really and nice lodge. The lodge is really nice, mm-hmm. especially because I don't know where we're staying for this, but I know like when we do. The, um, for reasons we stay in the Jurassic. handicap, in the handicap wing of the lodge. Yeah. And it's, su- it's super nice. Yeah. Cause like they have like their own, like each little room has like their own like outside deck. Oh, nice. And the whole okay. hotel has that. Though, I didn't know if like the, all the, the side, rooms had them or what. If we are on the side that faces the pool, no. If we're on the side that faces the forest, which I hope we are, we didn't get a pick because mm-hmm. it was for the conference. Yeah. It's really pretty. It's really pretty. I can't wait. You can, like, look over and see, like, the river. And there's always deer coming up to the lodge and stuff oh, like that. Oh, I can't that. wait. It's a cool place to take a family and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. For... And as far as I know, unlike Hawking, there's not very many negative Bigfoot encounters. hmm Yeah. And that brings importance to Hawking. Yeah. Because they're very near. A lot of sightings here. None of them seem to be very negative. I don't think what we're experiencing there is... I don't think Salt Fork is a... a uh, Bad juju area? No, I don't think it's a kidding ground or a baby ground where they, oh, where gotcha. they have their Whereas offspring. Whereas Hawking might be. I think Hawking is. <laughs> I, I think see. some of the areas, because all the caves and stuff in Hawking 
or old yeah. mines and stuff. Yeah. I think it's easier to hide a kid down there if you're a Sasquatch. How you hide your kid there for the day or the Well, morning. heck yeah. And I, Hawking's famous for really negative encounters. Obviously, we if the people die, we don't ever hear about it. Right. Yeah. But from the people that come back and tell their story, it's a dead man tells no tales. Yeah. It's a, a lot of false Pirates charges. Of the Caribbean yeah. movie. What's well, before that? But yeah. They use it, but a lot of rock like rocks being chucked at you, hawking yeah. and stuff like. Oh, softball. I would love a no. softball. Not because it didn't hit you. Well, not me. I would just love to witness someone just getting clocked with a oh, no, me. big old stone in the head. I would love to see a softball-sized rock whiz past your head and just watch your face. Maybe when Justin's oh, I'd, not uh, paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would. My. I might uh, have to change my shorts. Yeah. If you just hear. <laughs> yeah. And what was that? That was a softball-sized rock, Jay. Well, I'm leaving. And going to the hotel room to change all of my shorts. To shower. To shower, yeah. Yeah, that's... Change all my shorts and socks. And... I'm covered in mud. <laughs> yeah, guys, I slipped. Jay, there's no mud anywhere. <laughs> Did I say mud? I meant crud. <laughs> all right, well, this is, an, we, this is a pretty long episode, but I think it was an important episode. It's fun to talk about before we go down. Heck yeah. And it definitely gives, like you were saying, credence to what we're about to do. Yeah. And not just the event... What, but the whole area and the history there and why it's there. Exactly why it's there, yeah. And I think uh, the people that put it on, I've only heard good things. Uh, there's other people I've just started talking to. Uh, one guy's named Thomas. He's run Erie, Ohio. I don't know what it is yet. I just He just got up. We just friended each other last night because we were both posting together. Oh, okay. Uh, I said, we're excited to meet you. We're going to go meet this guy. I don't know what he... He's a paranormal and Bigfoot researcher. Okay. But just there's tons of these people. Yeah. Well, even you know, when we went a couple years ago, like it was nice. Like even always, just going not as yeah. vendors when right, we went. Right. Just just to visit the whole conference. It was the only complaint I have was there were so many people that went. Yeah. And that's a good thing. For yeah. The show and everything like that. Yeah. But as we went during the kind of or the crowded part of the time, it was just so crowded. It was crowded. Well, that's and exciting. it's not because they didn't have the space. They spread it out big. Mm-hmm. Just a, a lot it's of interest. A lot of people. Because they started yeah. going outside too. Yeah, they started setting up outside and stuff like wow. that. Wow. Because so, just to, so people could spread out. Well, good thing we're going early. You know me. I'll be there at six a.m. waiting for the eight a.m. Oh, to I open know, up. I know you will. I'll, I'll be, be tank camping in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're excited. Well, I think that's an episode. Yep. I'd say. I've been the mysterious Justin. And I've been something different today, Jay. And I don't remember what I was, but I'm still Emily. And we are together, Cryptids of the Corn, your guides to the strange and paranormal, we're, anywhere that corn grows. Mm-hmm. We're your guides of the the maze mazes the out maze there. Maze mazes. Uh, lo- digging up kernels of truth. So everybody. In the fields of knowledge. Please come see us at the Ohio Bigfoot Conference. Uh, you may win something. We're going to give away stuff pretty much all day, mm-hmm. to, you know, do different stuff. Please come visit us. But I think I will call this an episode. So. You've been listening to Cryptids of the Corn. Be sure to join us in the next episode where we tantalize your intellect and expand the horizons of your mind. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Until then...
Stay magical. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.